good. I hope it's good too. It's it's gonna be terrible. I hope I uh, yeah, I hope it's good too. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I really hope it's someone comes out and goes, these guys suck. I want to see if these are three even good. <laughs> I'm ecstatic. I got to meet these two guys out to the FDIC. I had been following their stuff for years and years and years. And I will tell you, without a doubt, one of the booths with the longest lines all day, all afternoon, all morning, every day, is the fire department coffee that's that you well you you bring like seven guys you bring like seven baristas right well we were we were good enough free hugs long hugs too at <laughs> least a minute at least a minute enough to get awkward for a second so people were enjoying that it was good it your, was your hug was what two your hug was two minutes i, I went and, a little long my butt then i got yeah. i got in between the two of you and that was really exciting mm, it was good it was good <laughs> Just a sandwich of your mustache. It was nice. It was, yeah, good. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> so you met Jason, <laughs> but we also have, and I and I and I apologize because I only know him as uh, firefighter Fenn, but Brent is here also. Uh, How you guys doing? And, and again, both of these folks have been doing stuff on YouTube for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. For anybody that doesn't know, Brent started out doing parodies of songs um and tying them in and then just doing lots of insulting things towards police department which was just wonderful yeah. um if you if you get a chance uh look up uh was it sticker sticker stickers isn't that one of them uh, i'm salty and i know it i'm salty and i know it i'm sorry yeah uh just a crazy one my, my knee hurts now is the, is the one where he gets sent to the rescue <laughs> and the, the thing is he can sing and his wife can sing so they're actually, they don't suck. They actually are pretty easy, <laughs> right? And then the, the situations are nuts. And then again, that is, Jason. That's, that's literally what he's been striving for his entire life was just not to suck. <laughs> and you have finally validated that. And we thank you for I'm that. I'm doing my best. <laughs> yeah, but there's some people out there that are doing, that are doing parodies that shouldn't be singing. They shouldn't be. And then again, Jason started out with this goofy uh, Australian accent mm -hmm. with the uh, engineer and the charging chair mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and uh, busting the, bo the boss's chops and stuff. And then mm -hmm. we'll talk about how we get from there to where we are now. And now his stuff is, as you get, it's just crazy. It's just the stuff they come up with. I was, uh, for some of you that watch a lot of these, uh, I was telling Jason out in, in FDIC, that my favorite there is having to test all the medicines. I just yeah. thought that was, I just thought that was Because I, I think about that every day when I was on the box, when I was on that medic unit, that's what I thought about every day. If I just put all these into a giant concoction and give it to myself, what's going to happen? So uh, unconsciousness. Yes, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> so actually, you we actually should congratulate you. And I don't know how you did it, but with all this other stuff, you got, you made engineer. You know, um, I don't think my chief wanted to promote me, uh, but he did. <laughs> He's like, crap, I, I don't have anyone left. I guess I got to do it. So, yeah, no, that was um, 
that was an incredible. I actually enjoy some of the medical stuff. I know that goes against, uh, you know, uh, fire service, but I enjoyed like the, the good hot calls and stuff. Stuff where you really got to test your knowledge and everything. Um, but yeah, to know that every day when I show up, I am uh, driving that lovely red engine, or we have a truck as well. Uh, it's it's amazing. Now and then, uh, because you, yeah, you were you were on the box for a long time. Now where did mm -hmm. you? You're down. You're from Florida, right? Yes. Basically. Yeah. Is that where you started? Yeah. Yeah, I was born. I'm born and raised in Florida. I've been hired and uh, been at the same department for 14 years. And um, yeah, my department, you start off riding backwards for a little bit, kind of get kind of get um, you know used to the position. And then if you want to make more money, you have to go to the box because that we actually get paid more to be a, a paramedic. So uh, went to the box, suffered for a very long time. And now now it's nice. It's lovely. Now, are you going to, so now you used to pick on the engineers when you were on the box. Now, are you going to pick on the cat officers while you're the engineer? Uh, no? So the one, the, what I, what I love to say is that any of those videos you see me picking on people, it's normally me. It's, it's me making fun of myself. I just try to make it look like it's other people because, um, you know, any of the medics and stuff, I've been all those, even the engineers and stuff at some point in time when I was driving, stepping up, you know, yeah, I'm probably going to pick on the officers as much as possible, but I do know uh, a smart man does not pick on administration so no that would be bad avoid that yeah <laughs> yeah and fred what you're up in arizona that's right yep i'm yeah. arizona uh, born and raised as well and then so and what's where, what's your current assignment uh i actually also just got promoted as well um oh, nice. and i so i just got promoted to captain on uh, january 3rd oh excellent i didn't realize so, that. yeah you must have, you should have yeah. made a parody no <laughs> Oh, there's there's plenty of uh, when the the new when the uh, guy gets promoted, the newly promoted captain. You know when it goes from uh, you know all fun to no fun. You know, not gonna right. <laughs> all that responsibility kicks in, right? Feel yeah. on your shoulders. Feel on your shoulders. Sure. That was one of my oh, favorite yeah. things. That was one of my favorite things was watching guys who would be drivers because uh, at my department you can be a driver then step up into the captain's or office, uh, officer's position. It was one of my favorite things to watch these guys like when they're driving the engine they're like yeah whatever man like it's another recliner we'll hang out and the second they're in that officer's <laughs> position like hey all that stuff we were doing last shift we're not doing that crap That's anymore right. all right it's it's business i'm like what is happening right now so, yeah, was I, good. I used to have a guy that i can't i won't mention his name that uh he was he was nuts he was not rap right not rap right at all it was you never knew mm -hmm. what was going to happen every day was exciting he was that guy that made your life just exciting. Not necessarily miserable, but you just had never knew what was going to happen. Mm. And it's just like, what? When you say minute, exciting. You head with a rule book? <laughs> yeah. Are you sitting yeah. there you can see over the dashboard? Where where did this, you know, where did all mm. this come from? Where'd all this come mm -hmm. from? Yeah, there's been um I've I've heard of stories of uh op or people who were promoted into officers' positions and they weren't they weren't the rule book follower. And then once they got promoted, and, and these guys, I didn't agree with this. They, this was the uh 3 a.m. uh wake up training kind of scenarios. Like oh, we're gonna go, yeah, like that's not you're not a nice person if you do that. You're just not <laughs> let your guy sleep. Like, it's good no, and, and there's actually from a leadership perspective, there is a learning lesson there. Is uh, I don't know how those people get promoted. Well, actually, you do because they're actually smart people. They're not stupid. Mm -hmm. That's what makes them so quick, right? Mm -hmm. But when, but your legitimacy and you know, no one's going to respect you. 
because you're not living the life you've lived you live for the last 10 years. Right? Yeah. You have to kind of segue into that. You can't just, it's gonna be a slow progression. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good. You don't want to go from you know from the jolly joker to Hitler in like 24 hours. It doesn't work. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. And we won't talk not about true. the Lieutenant Ferry at all. We'll just do that a little. <laughs> so um so when how many years actually, Jason, have you been doing the have you been doing the YouTube stuff? So I started in like 2015-ish um, time. Uh, it, it really started to move in about 2016 is where I started to see some some decent movement, which was which was very cool. I, I enjoyed that. Um, and that's where I uh, finally had to have a, a call, I guess, a talk with my chief. My chief was at the time very, very nice guy. And he, he came to me and he was like, hey, listen, uh, starting to get some popularity with this like i think you're i think it's cool what you're doing but you know some people don't like it so i'm gonna tell you three things it's like uh don't do anything stupid okay don't put the department in any of this i don't want to see any logos and if you get fired you do this to yourself i'm like okay but that seems like a uh seems like a decent deal so it was pretty uh, straightforward yeah yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) yeah so very very nice it was cool now do you get some of your stuff from actual gags and stuff that happened in the firehouse 100%. 100%. I'm, I mean, obviously, the, the harmonica thing I've never experienced uh, in that, my most recent <laughs> one. Like, I, know, I hope I never experienced that. Uh, Prove it. But, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, any of the the, the patients that, that we talk about, we've, we've all seen. I mean, those are like typical freaking flyers and stuff we've seen at some point in time in our lives. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of that stuff. I still want to do one more, um, you know, th- calls, real calls I've actually ran on, uh, just because you just can't make up the stuff that we that we see all no. the time. I mean, I, I literally had a guy call me at four o'clock in the morning, said he was having chest pain, thought he was going to die. We showed up, and uh, when we got there, he we knocked on the door, and he was like, "Ah, listen, I, I don't actually need you to come in here." He had a uh, a refrigerator in his lawn. And he was like, "Just, I just need a bottle of water out of that refrigerator if you can hand it to me through my my window." I'm like, "This is actually happening." So we put his entire refrigerator through his window. So I'm just kidding. We did that. <laughs> we gave his bottle of water and we left. Man, it was so um, can't make this kind of stuff up. Last night at 1:30 in the morning, we got sent to a house because the lady, the lady took her ring off of her ring finger and put it on her middle finger, and she couldn't get it off. Couldn't get it off. 1:30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. One thirty morning, and because the ambulance was already busy, we wouldn't have normally gone to that. But because mm-hmm. there was no ambulance available, we ended up going up there to stand. How dare they wake up the engine? I mean, <laughs> what, what 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 is this? Like, what it's is this? Call first responder, bro. When you're little, <laughs> listen. When you're little, you go to anything, right? Yeah, this is true. It's another ticket. <laughs> another number. It's another response for request for resources. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, for sure. Whatever. Crazy. Absolutely. Right. Where did you get, uh, where did you get your initial ideas from? Um, the songs. Honestly. Uh, so my, my first video, the, my knee hurts now, I made it back in 2010 and that was for a, uh, a banquet. My department does banquets and, uh, you know, firefighter of the year, that kind of thing. And, uh, sometimes those nights can get a little stale. And, uh, so, I threw out the idea. It was it's a charity banquet to our charity board, and said, "Hey, what if I did some comedic relief?" And then uh, 
was like, you know, I could I could come up with something funny, and I just kind of landed on the on the idea of making a funny video and making a a, a song parody, and uh, I just, you know, it was actually born out of coming back. I was also on the rescue uh, at my department for uh, about 12 years. And one of the nights at about three o'clock in the morning, we were coming back from, uh, you know, a knee pain that's been hurting for, you know, two months. And then all of a sudden that, you know, yep. you know, the middle of the night, now's the time I got to go, you know, <laughs> I, need, I need you now. I need you. Exactly. Now. <laughs> and so that's, that's literally that song came on the radio. And uh, I said, it's a quarter after one, calling the 911 because my knee hurts now. And my partner started dying laughing. And I was like, I think that's it. I think I'm gonna make a whole song and video to that. And I made it and it just by accident, honestly, I put it up on YouTube for the guys who couldn't make it to the banquet. And overnight it was almost at a million views and it just kind of started. But I, I was not consistent at the beginning. I only made one video a year for about eight years. It wasn't until 2018 that I started getting consistent. And then that's when I started to see some, some movement. But that was, you also picked a beautiful ballad. <laughs> because, <laughs> now, you know, now guess where I saw that first time I ever saw that, that video, mm -hmm. um, at the national fire Academy and I'm walking by it's just before class. It's in the time in the morning where everybody's coming in and I, yeah. I'm walking by in another, and an instructor, while he's waiting for everybody to show up, is playing that song. I stuck my head in, and I was—it was it. I was hooked. I said, "All right, I, we got done it. I want that. I want to know where you uh, got." No, it's—it was everywhere. It that's was amazing. Everywhere. Yeah, it, it, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. You know how far the videos have reached, and and I I still I get people getting messages and pictures of them. I'm sitting in a train right now, and it's them in the back taking a picture, and it's like that video up on the screen. <laughs> When he I did the uh, uh, say something, uh, say something, uh, station yeah. two or whatever it was, yeah, that That's was like, I swear to you, I mean, like, I remember being at my before we even started making videos, I remember being in my department, sitting at station two, going, Jesus, this guy knows where I work, like, this guy, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, it was literally anywhere except for station two is where I wanted to be. It was. Uh, yeah, it was so so. so you good. gotta ride the box. <laughs> yeah, it's too oh bad. My. You're going. You gotta go. You gotta go. You're going. To the <laughs> and it was again another ballad, and it was yeah. it was just like you, know, you could just see the you know you'd feel the pain coming out. <laughs> and then yeah. whoever your buddy was there, he's just laughing at you as you come in and you roll up. To, that was just again. That, oh, I think yeah. part of that was you picked good music. I'm oh, telling you, yeah. this times I'm out and that actual song plays, I don't think about the song. I think about the video. Yeah, I've heard people say, I heard people say, I hate you because you've ruined, you know, such and such songs. <laughs> I can't hear it. I can't hear any other lyrics other than yours. And I'm like, <laughs> well, all I know is this. So Fenton and I are going to be at FDIC with Fire Department Coffee. And Fenton has already confirmed that he is going to do that live at a karaoke bar. No way! So, oh, yeah, he said he's gonna do it. We, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be amazing. He's gonna do it. You live. know what? We we're actually working. We're actually gonna have the cancer folks on in uh, April. I'm hoping to do it live from there. But you know what you could do when they're opening up for their comedian for their comic that night? That's perfect. We can get <laughs> you know what? up. <laughs> if Fent if Fenton is willing to sing, I whatever fire whatever what we'll, we'll, we will be there, and mm -hmm. I. We'll be excited to watch that. <laughs> so that's like the I mean, and how? Name. 
Listen, and how would he not do it for cancer, folks? I mean, it's for cancer. Like he would have to do that because he's a good person. I'm always one. I'm always willing to sing. Always good. Always good. I can't guarantee it's going to be good, but I'm willing. (laughs) Yeah, that you you actually singing in the videos? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that that's me and that's my wife. That's actually how we met. Was doing music. So. That's so funny. Yeah. My knee hurts. I need you right now. And it's just, I can, <laughs> it's just like the the one. Uh, uh, go hug the booter. The last call at the bar, and the drug mm-hmm. mm-hmm. once. But again, same thing, Jason. How many times have we done that? How many times? All of the. That's the great thing is you guys are taking all this stuff, all mm-hmm. this minutia that we we ran through when we used to when we went to bed mad about, and here we are. We're taking that, and you're. You're you're making us laugh about it, and then it. And I'm an old fart, and I hang around with, with the young guys. That whenever we see something like that, that's it, going to be one of these. Let me tell you about the time we went down here. Oh right? yeah, and that's my favorite person, right? Because old, there's, yeah. that's me. <laughs> that old guy can't <laughs> shut up, sits in the back, and just waits for everybody to stop talking so I can add my thirty second story. That's my life, dude. Thank you very much for bringing that up. <laughs> so Brent, Brent doesn't actually talk about the story, but Brent was actually, uh, he talks about how he, he and his wife met. He was called the Singing Chippendale. And uh, he would <laughs> sing while, while he would sing his own songs while doing his thing. And his wife walked in and it was like, you know, it, it was like Lady in the Tramp kind of thing. And you know, next thing you know, they're married. It was just on six children. Uh, I mean, I- it's just been amazing for them. <laughs> It's been good. You know, the, the turnouts were always my costume of choice. I figured, you know, maybe I better do this for real. <laughs> That's it. Got my union. I got my union T-shirt on. Sticker, sticker, sticker. Just <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Says, uh, I'm hopefully that everybody else that's listening knows what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone right. who just tuned in is like, what, what, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> what's going on? Uh yeah yeah Mm-mm. so uh so this where did the coffee where did the coffee idea come from so I mean, um yeah I actually so I'm the vice president of fire like department it, coffee that's like in Illinois right I mean it's not even near you this is true yes uh so um what actually happened was I so in Florida we get hit by hurricanes uh once once a year multiple times that kind of thing and I was making a video about how. Uh, they were taking 30 of us and putting us in one station together and it was going to be bad. And the only thing that was going to keep us from killing each other was was going to be coffee. <clears throat> so I put a video up about it and uh, someone actually tagged Luke Schneider, who is the CEO of Fire Department Coffee. And he reached out to me and he said, hey, man, I'd love to work with you. So I actually flew up to Illinois. Uh, we drove about an hour and a half west to Rockford, Illinois. And <clears throat> I knew he and I were going to get along really well because uh, within... <laughs> 45 minutes of knowing this guy where we're literally it's just cornfields and he goes and we're driving and I was like, hey we're like in the middle of nowhere bro and he goes he's driving he goes i mean without like with no smile nothing he's like yeah i could be driving you to kill you right now and you wouldn't even know about it and then disturb me <laughs> that's like <laughs> um, oh yeah, we, I, I, yeah i went up there and um I, uh, now I'm the vice president, part part owner, over at, uh, part owner, and it's been it's been incredible. So Fire Department Coffee, we take 10% of all of our net proceeds and donate it back right. to sick and injured first responders, uh, mainly online right now. But we should be in a, a, a large portion of retailers here in the next uh, six months. So we're, we're very very excited. 
And at the and at the FDIC, like I said, there's there's lines at every barista. Now I don't even know. Were you giving the coffee away, selling the coffee there? I don't know. So yeah, so we sell we sell coffee at FDIC, coffee shirts, you know, challenge coins, stuff like that. Uh, but what we do to just let we want people to try the coffee. It's it's high quality, great coffee for hardworking men and women. Um, and uh, so at FDIC, if you come see us or any trade show that you see us at, we most of the time we're going to be giving away shots of our skull crush and espresso. And then we also give away we have a nitro brew of our uh, Irish whiskey infused coffee. So uh, give that away. Come try it out if you like it. Buy it if not, then uh, enjoy the caffeine. <laughs> There'll be a line all day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. doing any yeah. other show? Well, we're thinking about it. Are you guys doing any other shows? So uh, uh, we were just in Vegas for a show. We'll be at FDIC. We're probably going to be. You're going to see us more and more at shows. We want to make sure that we have a, a good presence, uh, no matter go where the, you go. You got to go like Firehouse or uh, up to New York. I was actually at Firehouse. Uh, was it Fire? Yeah, I was at Firehouse Expo in uh, North Carolina or Ohio. Ohio, I believe, is where it was. Uh, I, I was know, there. Keep moving it. Uh, yeah. So I was there, um, but FDIC is going to be our biggest one. You'll see it, uh, see us at other ones, but FDIC is our biggest one right now. No, oh, absolutely. And you going to have this guy with you? I mean, he's kind of part of the team now. He's uh, <laughs> we are Ginger Brothers forever, so yes. you know, just we interlock our non-existence of souls, and then we just float <laughs> on. So that's it. So, so these two nuts were nice enough to take a picture with me, and it, it wasn't until like like two days later I looked at. I looked at Brett's face, and he's like, he's like, that's how he took every picture. Every he photo. looks like he's pooping. Every every, every photo is just him constipated. People were like, smile. I'm like, I'm smiling. You know, there. Oh, I was like, God. this is how I was when I got married, had my first child. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> so, let's, let's talk about your so your latest videos. You're doing more well. So Jason started the green street, the green screen stuff, which, by the way, I I am excited about because I can't watch. I don't watch. I don't watch any of that. I can't watch Chicago Fire, and the guy that is the technical guy, and that's was is a a guy from Chicago. He's he's mm -hmm. really well spoken and stuff. But I just yeah, can't watch. Him, yeah. I can't I can't watch any of that stuff. Never mind the nine one one and all that other stuff. Um, but I mean, yeah. you started you started with the green screens, right? Trying to explain or, or try to figure out what the hell is going on. Mm. Here. Now, now, Brett, yours is a little different. <laughs> yeah, yours yours might be just a little bit more critique. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I started a lot of uh, you know I I do a lot of music video, and then I kind of just started inserting myself into you know seeing videos of scenes that don't go necessarily as planned as if I was there and uh just kind of make a humorous side you know some people will get upset and think I'm talking crap but I know that you know we work in the field of crap happens and sometimes it happens and unfortunately uh someone has a camera I've been on the receiving end I've actually uh highlighted some of some of the videos that I've highlighted have actually been my own department um but I always try and you know yeah Matt, I, that didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. One of the, one of the, oh no, it does. The guy, I get a thousand text messages. The guys are like, gosh dang it, you're such a jerk. And I was like, hey, nobody's <laughs> safe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Because again, mm -hmm. again, a lot of times things are going on that are beyond anybody's control. Exactly. And you can either yeah. cry or laugh. Exactly. And that's the thing. Yeah. I, I'm never, 
I'm never like personally attacking anybody or saying anything uh, negative about them. I'm just really, I'm just making, if anything, if you can't laugh at yourself in this career, you're going to have a long, long career. So, you know, it's yeah. just making, making, making it, la making people laugh, especially if you've been in those scenarios, like the guys from my department that I did the video to, you know, when that happened, they were, uh, embarrassed and frustrated and, and all these things. And I'm like, it's just like you said, things happen beyond their control. Uh, and I made a, a lighter version of it and now they love it. I think it's hilarious. I think that's, I think that's firefighting, being a paramedic or whatever kind of first responder you are. I think in general, that's the biggest thing you can do is look at your mistakes or whatever you've done wrong and, and laugh at it, so on and so forth. In fact, I think that's the best ways to learn from things is when you can attempt to, you know, make some kind of light of a situation. Because uh, if you're, you know, shut off and you're not and you're not willing to at least look at that and go, ah, eh, maybe I could have improved in that way, uh, then you're probably doing a disservice to yourself. And, I, and again, it, it's interesting, too, that, that this is where the personalities of the firehouses come in, though. You know what I mean? Sure. There are some there are some people that are just they're just like this all the time. Right. They're going to have a heart yeah. attack. They're just all stressed out all the time at what happens. Other places, it's, you know, and, and then you have places like uh, back to our friends getting salty. You have places in New York where nothing is sacred. Nothing. Oh, is yeah. Right. They will cut you up and dice you up and. You know that's the and and they use that though but again everybody has to understand that this is coming but they use that though as to break down so that when you are having a difficult time right that yeah definitely that they can get some kind of laugh out of it you know even oh, yeah. when it's you even when it's you that's done that. and you know what if we're not picking on you we don't love you mm -hmm. i mean you know, I, i've tried to explain that to so many people like if we're not making fun of you, if we're not, and look, like people take things too far. Like you know, that is just an unfortunate yeah, yeah, yeah. part. I think I don't even think that's firefighters in general. I think it's just humans. They just someone takes something too far. But for the most part, if we're not messing with you, we probably don't like you. Like we don't, yeah. we, you know, we don't want to be around you kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'll give you a good example. I uh, one day, my sh I was shift commander. We just had had a really bad shift, and it wasn't it wasn't any it wasn't a bad call. It was just everybody was just tired or cranky or and it just mm. the whole day just stunk and i was upset with the crew the crew was upset at me and to the point where we always ate our meal together i ate my meal in the office and that's when they knew that i was really impacted by whatever happened that day so i go downstairs to get my get my stuff ready for overnight right and uh set some stuff i always put stuff different stuff different places overnight down by the engine anyway and i come back in and i'm there's just something wrong and there's something wrong and i can't figure it out so i went and i had my own bath but i went to go into my bathroom and my entire shower is full of snow so they, they took the half they took the 20 minutes that i was downstairs and we only had this little patio up on the top floor they took literally every ounce of snow and they must have used buckets and because there's no snow shovels somehow they cleared all that snow and they threw it over the top into my shower right and that was their way of saying it's over the day's done we love you we still care for you and uh we're sorry and we'll, we'll take your apology <laughs> hey uh you, you your crew had large cojones 
because right. there's no way I would have done that to my officer. Because <laughs> he'd have been like, well, yeah, it's that, that's so funny, guys. You got like unload every bit of hose on that engine and put it back on. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, we were that was the that was the problem is they knew that we were like this way now. We were always yeah. a fam. We were always a family, uh, you know, and uh, it would everything. Always, it was fine. We were we were out of out of sync. We were grinding gears, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew it, and I was trying to figure it out, and they were trying to figure it out. So the answer is time out. Let's just do something stupid, and yeah. let's have some laughs. And again, I had to mm-hmm. climb. Yeah, I had to climb in, get the run the shower for like a half an hour <laughs> to get. <all> this- <laughs> To get all this oh yeah, that's it amazing. <laughs> our our guys were nuts for stuff, doing crazy stuff. Anyway, you never knew, you never knew. So good. <laughs> yeah. Craziest. Let's talk about that craziest stunt you've ever seen in the firehouse, Jason. Actually, I'm gonna let Brent go first on that one. It's uh... oh, man. the craziest stunt I've ever seen in the firehouse. Oh man. Well. Um, we had, uh, a guy, we had, we had one guy come in on a shift. He was working overtime and, uh, he said, Hey, um, you know, it, it, it was a dual company house. We had an engine and a ladder out of there, uh, in Arizona, we call our trucks the ladder. So, um, but That's so we had an engine, yeah, we had an engine and a ladder company out of the station, uh, and a rescue, which was ambulance out of there too. Uh, so it's a lot of guys. So there's, there's, uh, 11 guys in that in that uh, fire station. Now, one guy comes in who's working overtime in the engine and he comes up to me and he's like, hey, hey, we should we should mess with somebody today. We should just, you know, I hear you guys like to prank each other. We should mess with somebody. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And so I immediately went to my crew and I said, hey, Terz wants to mess with somebody. I think we should just mess with him. And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and so... We, uh, I mean, it started with him. He was uh, taking a shower. Uh, this was just after dinner. It was kind of pretty, it was busy day, whatever, just, but we didn't do anything. So he felt pretty safe. Like, ah, nothing's going to happen. Takes a shower, feels like the day is over. We line the bottom of the bathroom door with uh, flour and cornstarch, grab an SCBA bottle. And, you know, you hear that water shut off. You hear his feet kind of step out and you just, so he's immediately he's immediately covered he's hacked and coughing uh he goes to jump back into the shower and my engineer shuts the water off to the station (laughs) you guys are really team you don't fool around (laughs) oh no and so and so he's getting he's getting fired up he's yelling screaming you you know he's going off every expletive you can imagine and my engineer is turning it on so the shower comes on turning it off so it's just shower head just going so he's laughing He's like, you got to be. So we turn the shower back on. Well, while he's doing that, we get the department has some of that granulated coffee creamer. Yeah. Uh, every, every, all of us have our own bedrooms. So we go into this room, we line the ceiling fan, uh, uh, we turn it off yeah. and we put it on reverse, shut the switch off. He comes out, he flips that switch on and, uh, you know, coffee creamer goes everywhere all over him so now he's now he's pissed off again he's got to go back take another shower um and then he comes out he comes out of the shower and he's butt naked and he runs <laughs> and he grabs he tries to grab me he grabs the other firefighter and then next thing you know it just starts escalating from bed there's buckets of water getting thrown 
next thing you know the car line's getting pulled off the engine and it's coming through the station and somebody's getting straight streamed and i'm just like this has gotten so out of hand and by it just keeps escalating and it turns oh into this God. gigantic water fight inside of the fire station also in the bay it ended with somebody being funny because the trucks had pump in the bay we're flowing lines somebody pulls the deck gun and it hits the ceiling it blows the light ballast right off the ceiling oh my and God. it's just insane we're like i'm like what is happening so the captains are like shut it down shut it down no more no more no, no. and two seconds after we shut this down the battalion chief rolls in and we're out there we're out there squeegeeing mopping the whole deal people are mopping the inside and he's like what are you guys doing we're like just deep clean the, the station, floor chief and he's like all right yeah well hey see you guys later have a good night take off and it was i swear we closed that bay door that he pulled in right underneath there must have been 200 gallons of water just sitting on that door because it just oh man it was Anyway, that's oh, the craziest. I, that's the craziest. Uh, you got me. I, thing I've seen. <laughs> I was in the. I was at a house that had a little brush truck, and uh, so we started out with fire extinguishers, one time. <laughs> then all of a sudden, the the it's a little skid tank pump on the back of the brush truck, and then <laughs> the thing starts, and everybody goes, "What's that noise?" And I'm, I'm like heading for the back door because I know what that noise is, and it's not mm -hmm. going to be. All right, Jason, what's your uh, prank of the day? I'm gonna keep my job, dude. That that uh, that's just bad. <laughs> All right, so we got six blowtorches. Uh, no, uh, actually, like the craziest thing, I my my department wasn't too bad about that kind of stuff. I kind of came in at a at an odd time, but one of the craziest things I saw people do was they would pam each other's uh, toilet seats. So um, if you came in, this we had this guy. Uh, he would. When he took a crap, it was an emergency. Like when he had to go to the, when he took a crap, it was go, a running go. thing. Yeah, yeah, slamming it. So they pan this toilet seat. They put spray like Pam all over it. And you just hear him like go in, open up the door, hit the seat, but he slides right off the side of it and gets stuck in between the toilet seat and, and, and whatever this stall. And you just hear him and he's like, crap, crap. And I'm pretty sure he crapped himself while sitting oh my in between that till it was amazing. It was it was so good. Well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You should it. make a parody it's, of that now. <laughs> yeah. Things you don't ever but, uh, want to do in the firehouse. It'd be a very short film. It's just called crap. <laughs> you had a you did a thing about things you don't say in the firehouse. I I, I remember it. There's so many of those little ones. No. Let's talk yeah. about um Let's see. So we talked about the coffee. Now, the you you did yeah. So you're you're you do run a foundation or there's some kind mm. of. Tell me about that again. There's something you guys do because I've seen you yeah. hand out the checks. Yes. So uh, fire department coffee. We when I got involved with fire department coffee um, and got some ownership in it. I, you know, we always want to support our, our brothers and sisters that are injured, but um, I don't like charities. That, and that was one of the things that we talked about. I didn't like the fact that, you know, you donate $100 to a charity and typically $10 is actually going to uh, the individuals because of overhead costs, you know, so on and so forth. So we created Fire Department Coffee Charitable Foundation. Ten or a, a percentage of our net proceeds goes to helping sick and injured first responders donated directly to the Fire Department Coffee Charitable Foundation. Um, so everything that goes into 
the Coffee Foundation, Fire Department Coffee Charitable Foundation, all of that 100% is going back out to people. So we there's no salaries, there's no one taking no, money off the top of no that. Overhead. There's no overhead in the so yeah, we take money from coffee, put it in there. And we find people, we find people, individuals that need help. And, um, you know, we we either donate directly to benevolent funds because they tend to know the individuals that need the help the most, or we find individuals who need help. And uh, just recently, um, I can't remember if it was November or December, uh, we found a guy who lost his leg uh, due to cancer, unfortunately. And I can't imagine what that would be like to go through. So we gave him a check for $10,000. Um, so, you know, that's that's what we're here for. We're here to help our brothers and sisters because not only is losing your leg an extremely traumatic thing on top of getting cancer, but that's also very hard on your own mental health because now you can't provide for your family or whatever. So we step in and try to help as much as we possibly can. And there's cost. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you may have to modify your home. You may literally have to widen uh, halls and or yeah. there's stuff that's got to go in the shower now to get you in and out or even oh, exactly. depending on how bad the injury is, right? Exactly. <clears throat> I would be uh, I would be remiss if I didn't call out my buddy Cody, who uh, is a huge fan of yours. Like I said, he's got enough coffee in his house. <laughs> he could go for like six months. He's got all the different flavors. <laughs> and he is just a, a, a big fan of your product. And every morning. Awesome. Again, that's there at the firehouse, and they're just banging down on fire department coffee. So good, good. good stuff. So uh, good. Let's go to the um. Let's I not to bring us down a little bit, but let's talk to, about the mental health stuff because I know you also do a lot. Uh, uh, you guys do a lot for the mental health. Besides, yeah. I I happen to think being able to sit down and spend. I watch way too much YouTube. But to sit down and instead of watching Carnage for a half an hour on YouTube, to be able to sit down and just go from from scenario to scenario to scenario, you guys, you guys cheer me up. I mean, you literally. Thank you. You could be crank. I mean, I could be. <clears throat> there's been times, and boy, I wish I had this when I was a company officer. Mm. I can't tell you how much I wish I had this when I was a company officer because in my mind, the company officer is the corn kernel in between the two pieces of, of stone, right? Mm -hmm. You're getting ground from above and you're getting ground from below and you're there in the mm -hmm. middle trying to just keep your fingers in the dike. But even, you know, even later on in, in, in my career time, a chief time, and then now there's, if I'm down and I'm dragging, man, it's, it's time for YouTube. Let's go. And then again, uh, not to add for YouTube, but, but that's what subscribe's all about. And I can't tell you, there's been divine intervention sometimes where I'll be just having this goofy thing and I'll get a, I'll get a uh, text or a thing or a YouTube will pop up and it's something you guys have released and I, and I'll stop and I'll stop what I'm doing. Cause I I need that. I, I need that, that fix of comedy <laughs> at that moment, right. To get me through the rest of that day. So I, so I think, and that's why I titled it the way I title it. Use, you know, using using comedy to help us out. I think with the service you offer is a legit service, and I think it's really important. Thank you. I, Thank I, you. Really I appreciate that. We, we can make fun of. It's one thing for us to see somebody else do something, but again, you guys, you just you you just go all over the place. You 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 one day with. Uh, what do you mean you're afraid of needles? You got tattoos all over you, right? To, 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 to something like, put the water on the fire, right? And, and, and you can you sit there and it just gives you that opportunity to laugh for a while. 
However, I think I well, think mental health in general is a very um, no, I, I, so I, I travel the United States now. I do something called uh, How to Hug 101. Um, <clears throat> it is a 30 to 45 minute uh, presentation on on mental health. Like I think we have taken the subject of mental health and beat the crap out of it and said like it's gotta be this super depressing subject and um i don't think it needs to be that way i think mental health is is literally the cornerstone of every type of health you know intellectual health physical health everything is based off of that so um it doesn't need to be such a serious subject it can just be stuff we do on a daily basis you know so right so um do you, do you travel around, do a half an hour presentation? We may have to, we're doing a conference here in May. We may have to talk, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about, so so uh, Jason, if you don't mind, I mean, you've had some dark times. Uh, and as a matter of fact, we when we did the, uh, we did a whole series on mental health. And one of the things we talked about was telling people to watch your, your that little PSA or the thing you did on YouTube um again as we have these highs and lows it's just so hard to to try to figure it out and i know from from losing some friends when you there, there's when you get to that point where the switch flips <laughs> it is so hard to climb back out and no matter what it is it is you, you can't be talked out you just everything just goes dark and it's so oh, yeah. hard to, to figure it out. so so I, I, again, uh, we, we told everybody to watch that, the little clip you did there around mm -hmm. health. So, but you had some dark times yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, there was a period of my life where, um, <clears throat> I was suicidal. I, 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 I thought about it. It was uh, an active thought process. I was going through some stuff in my life and um, I knew I needed help when I, I fantasized about, about killing myself and and it brought me relief i was like that's not a good place to be um so i immediately went and i and i seeked help and i and i found and it, it took me three therapists it took me three therapists to find the right therapist and not because i didn't like the other therapist or they did something wrong to me they just didn't vibe with what i needed so i found an amazing therapist and i got back to a good place and, and that was it the the problem is is that um people in general especially first responders, we expect to only be up. They think life is like you are you are born and then it is a linear progress all the way until a progression until you die one day. And that is not the way life is. I mean, no one that has truly achieved anything in life has had that type of progression throughout their life. There are, you know, valleys and hills and amazing things that happen to teach you lessons throughout life. So when it comes to mental health, we need to expect you will you will have downtimes. You learn from those downtimes and you appreciate the ups because of the doubts um so <clears throat> i think just investing in when you do have a down period talking about your feelings the big f word uh, talking about the things that are going on in your head there's nothing wrong with that and trying is the exact style emotion as happiness is those are equal emotions just on different sides so you know if you can accept happiness then you should be able to accept crying i don't know anyone on the face of the planet that has not cried and felt better at the end of it because you know you it's a releasing emotion you know dopamine serotonin all these things follow this this extremely emotion uh, this extremely releasing emotion and if you're able to do that kind of stuff and be like oh that felt good all right cool let me talk about what's going on man if you're able to do that you, you're gonna have a very fulfilling life there was a movie one time where uh the the uh 
correspondent or the the person on the desk at the newsroom would go outside and cry for three minutes just to get ready for the press, just to get ready for the <laughs> newscast, right? Because the newscast yeah. was always terrible. Nothing ever yeah. good or very, right? What is it? 20% good, 80% bad is, is what we hear, right? Well, because uh, a lot of people thrive off of that as, as well. People thrive off of this no news is, down. No news is good. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so. they do that. I, I, I like the fact that you, that you brought up a great point there is uh, first of all I'm, I'm southern european and so you know for us crying and hugging that's that's kind of you know required uh yeah. in our in our life you know you want to see something yeah. funny put a southern european with a northern european and let's get comfortable <laughs> just, let's give you a big hug that just doesn't they're like ah, uh, ah, get away from me um yeah. but yeah but again a lot of times uh you know and 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 the, the key is we can have some dark, some, some bad stuff happens and we're there. We don't get caught. We get called for good stuff now and then, but a ton yeah. of, a lot of times we get called for the bad stuff. Well, and, and, the, and the problem is, is that if you, if you talk to a first responder, uh, they, they think they're the toughest person in the room, even if they're the only person in the room, like if they don't <laughs> have to be the toughest person, they still want to be the toughest person. And it's like, it's okay, man, relax, let it go. Yeah, I saw, a, I saw a meme the other day um, from a, another meme page and they said it was a hard pills to swallow thing. And it was like um, a really tough pill for people to swallow sometimes is that you can love your job, but it doesn't have to be all of your life. Uh, the biggest reason besides like marital or financial issues that first responders kill themselves, you, do you know what it is? No. Reti retirement. Oh, most guys right. kill themselves or girls kill themselves at retirement because they no longer have purpose. They they have their entire life has been being a first responder. And then that leaves because they retire and now they no longer have purpose. So they off themselves. So find purpose, find other things. Fenton has his, you know, he has his family, he has 27 children. I'm not sure what, yeah, every day it changes, but, but you know, like he, he has other things besides just this. And that's what all of us should find, you know? Right. And, and Brent, I didn't want to leave you out. Did you have any, any, any input on that or anything you wanted to say about this? Cause I had, I had known Jason was involved in a couple of things. I didn't know if you had anything you wanted to add. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jason does. I mean, he he has a fan. He does a fantastic job, especially with with the mental health and and uh, um, I feel that that I that I've been fortunate that I haven't been. Um, I've never been to that lowest of low. That's not to say that I haven't had like unhealthy mental health um, where you're just you know you're getting bombarded by the the things that are that are life. Um, but it, for, you know, for me, like what Jason said, he talked about purpose and that's a big thing for me is, is having purpose and having an identity outside of the fire service and being able to, uh, have something that, you know, just remembering, you know, keep prioritizing things and prioritizing, you know, like in, in my career, I've, I've March will be 18 years for me. And in my 18 years, we've had, I've had five guys from my department die and it's been just, it's been very hard and very impactful in the department. And you see, uh, guys struggle through that and i think that was a big thing that a lot of us came through was identity and knowing and remembering that we love this job but at its core like the job doesn't love you back because when you die it creates a hole 
in the, and mm. that need needs to be met. It creates an open position and they're just going to fill that position. And I think it was a huge eye opener for guys when, um, people like our fire chief died of cancer. Um, uh, that was about 10 years ago. Um, and we had, um, two guys, you know, one guy died very tragically suddenly in a hunting accident you know he was shot and killed you know just weird things that don't typically happen we had another guy uh die off duty and it just you just saw uh when we had these members die and like i said it created those voids and they just filled it and the department just moved on and we've had people have career ending injuries and they've struggled through that when you're when your identity is i am a firefighter and then all these other things like what jason was talking about it creates that huge dilemma of who am i what is my purpose um, and so I like I've, I've been a mentor at the fire academy uh, in the past and that and that's something that I stress to especially now as a company officer with my crew and with probationary firefighters that um, you know remember first like do your job do it well and, and love this job and and um, take great pride in it but remember first that you are you know a husband a father a son uh, a daughter a sister a wife brother whatever you are you're all these things but you also are a firefighter. That's just, that's what you happen to do, but you're all these other things. Right, like yeah, Brett, Brett was a Chippendale stripper before <laughs> he was a firefighter. So you gotta have something on the side. You yeah, gotta have something yeah. to do on the side. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the thing you talk about, about retirement, or do we have people that don't know what to do? They're really screwed up, uh, you know? And, and even when I, re, when I retired, I had to, I was involved in a lot of special projects. So what I've been doing is giving, just resigning from those, those teams and whatnot and trying to, I started playing golf again for the first time in 20 years, started fishing again, camping again, all those, all those kind of things. And then, and then find something to do outside. Maybe it might be a collateral kind of job. Like we do a lot of studies for different clients. So for me, the fire service helps that background, but it's not, I'm not worried about doing this. Even at the firehouse, one of the things I went through and I'll share with you is for probably the first six, eight. So I went back to the volunteer firehouse that I started in many years ago. Uh, the chief had been, no way I was retiring. He asked me to come back and help with some safety stuff. Perfect. One of the things I battled and I finally gave up on is I didn't want to be called chief. There's only one sure. chief. It's not me. I did that. I'm retired from that. I, I wanted them to call me by my first name. Now, the, the guys we have are so respectful. I, they finally said, listen, you can tell us not to do that all you want, your chief. So we'll just live with it. And and so I have to, I have to do that. But so now, <laughs> but instead of worrying about, so now I went down the chaplain road and now I'm more, uh, I do incident safety. I'm, we still do a little bit of medical stuff only because we have nobody, you know, we have some folks on, there's times where there's holes where we don't have extra people to do that. But even that, I want to give that up, uh, give the EMT up and not worry about that stuff anymore. But it can be hard. There's a lot of guys that don't know what, they've been going to the same coffee shop. They've been going, there's, I knew guys that retired chiefs, they came back to the firehouse and had coffee with the guys for like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Or they went with the other department heads and had coffee because they always went to this, to the airport and had coffee or wherever they were to talk about what was going on. And that was, they sure. couldn't break it. They couldn't, they couldn't break their lives. And there's nothing wrong with tradition. There's nothing wrong with like mm -hmm. 
enjoying your time with your with the guys and girls that you've worked with. There's nothing wrong with that. But right. you know, it's funny because we start in this career and we do it to save lives because that's what we're and we are always willing that if we have to make the ultimate sacrifice, we will do it. Like I would do it tomorrow. Like it's it is a part of the job. But the end goal is truly retirement. And that's what we should get to. And once we get there, enjoy that, man. Enjoy. Go find something new. New is hard. New is very difficult. We are a rare breed. Most people outside of first responders do not start in something at 18 or 21 years old and stay until they're you know 50 or 60 years old. They just don't. So um, you know we're lucky. But dude, if you make it to retirement, if you're lucky enough, enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. I had a guy who worked 33 years for my department. 33 years. He made his six months. He died six months after it. And I was like, what was the purpose, man? Like, enjoy it, go out, become a Chippendale. Like, just just do whatever you want, man. Like, have, just do something fun. Like, pick up golf, even if you suck. Just go smash golf. If your new goal, like my goal will be when I retire, I'm gonna move three houses down from my fire station and call 911 once a day just <laughs> to pay them back. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> like fine purpose whatever it is <laughs> oh my god oh that's crazy well listen I, I think it's time for a little levity so jamie if you would would you uh roll the video please you got it this is one of the latest installments from the boys here some awkward silence before <laughs> and your name is? Uh, my name's Murphy. Murphy S. Law. Some people call me Murph. I mean, you can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> Seriously, I'll destroy your dinner plans. I mean, ever since I remember, I've enjoyed mixing things up on people. I mean, you know what they say. Anything that can happen, will happen. Yeah, my shoulder just started hurt. Crap. Now I'm more of a passive chaos creator. My brother Q, on the <laughs> other hand, yeah! that dude is a raving psychopath. He just sits around all day waiting for someone to say his name. Man, it's been pretty quiet today. <laughs> Look, I try not to go too hard on people. I mean, unless you say the dumbest sentence in the world. There's no way this day could get any worse. Honestly, I think I'm helping first responders all around the world by giving them a little variety throughout their days. But in the end, I know all they really want is a little peace and quiet. Try to catch me howling at the Killing me. <laughs> that's. So two things. One, that's probably my favorite video I've ever made uh, with Fenton like that. Just unbelievable. And two, in about 30 days, we are going to shoot the origins of of Q and Murphy. So that's going to oh. we're going to uh, we're going to we're going to bring it back. So oh, I'm uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, when we were, uh, Brent, when we were talking, I couldn't remember your name. So I said, we got to make sure we get Q on the show. Everyone <laughs> says that now. No one knows me as Murph, but everyone knows him as Q. It is Everybody, the greatest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Love it, dude. 
It's so good. He did such a good job. He did such a good job on that video. It's kind of, I started trying to figure out how to do that. And I said, that's going to be some scary stuff right there to be running with a torch. Oh, <laughs> man. Tor yeah. Go ahead, Jason. <laughs> no, 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 no. You were the one running with it, bro. I wasn't running with it. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that torch was, uh, you know, it, it changed every time because it seemed like we would kind of adjust the mixture of uh, diesel to gasoline for the reach, the heat, the different things. And so wind was a big factor oh, in yeah, that scene. Yeah. We, we shot that running scene. That was actually like the first scene that we shot. And it was raining, ran across, and it blew back unburned fuel right on my face after that. Oh and then it was like the rest of the day, I'm like, man, you guys smell decent? <laughs> and it's just like, Mustache <laughs> soaked in it. My head was glistening with. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So good. Just yeah. nuts. So good. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, that was that was that was a fun video. So we that we shot that at IFSI, um, and that's uh, the uh, Illinois well, Fire. Wait a minute. IFSI is the school. Let's. Yes. There used to be a conference called IFSI. So let's. Oh really? Yeah. Actually, at the fire school. Let's. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit better. Uh, yeah, the Illinois Fire Service Institute, I believe is the name of it. But uh, they're incredible, man. You like when you talk about a place. So they were like, "Hey, yeah. uh, we're like, hey, can we shoot some videos there?" They're like, "Sure, come up, see what you want to do." Um, you know, t Tim and Jill there are amazing. Um, but they—that is one of the coolest facilities, uh, schools I have ever been. I mean, literally, whatever you. If do you want to pretend like you're on a motor vehicle accident on a highway that's collapsed? They can do that. They have an actual collapse props that looks like a highway. Uh, like, do you want to be in a in a train? They have that. So like anything you can think of, man. I mean, these people are unbelievable. And um, we are actually uh, March uh, March thirty first and uh, through the April second, we're shooting another batch there, and it's going to be. It's going to be fun. We're going to be in a train, so, so it's going to be fun. So the the folks that are uh, viewing, if you, uh, I don't know if you know it or not, but UL has a whole boatload of free training uh, in their institute. A lot, a tremendous amount of that work was done at ISFI. And mm. it's 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 bizarre. It, it's, it's like um, catching water droplets. And they do all these studies on how to get the most water yeah. to the right spot in the biggest mm -hmm. droplets, and they actually use the same um, the same contraption that they use for sprinkler heads to determine if you're getting the right amount of water and stuff. But anyway, they have they probably have twelve or fifteen programs now. They're about forty five minutes. They're self driven, and uh, and when you get done, you get a certificate for it. But the the cool stuff is. All the things we argue about in the firehouse, all the stuff we argue about in the firehouse, do I bring this line, that line, hit it from the yard, yeah. all this stuff, it's all science there. And it yeah. shows just, it, it makes some things make sense and it takes other things to go, holy shit, this is what I, this isn't what I thought about at all. And I yeah. think now they're doing, uh, talking about the cancer stuff, I think now they're doing some stuff where they're, they're doing testing on atmospheres and, and all that other stuff because that's the next thing we're arguing about now is how clean is clean and should we be clean and how salty I actually think we should be salty and all that stuff well first off if you don't clean your gear you're stupid we'll just start with that um but you know clean your gear like like i get it uh, we all want our gear to be black and our helmet to be black because it looks cool and stuff but 
God, just not getting cancer. I watched my dad die of cancer and it, I don't think it was fun. I don't think it was his favorite thing. Uh, so like, don't do it. Uh, but you know, um, when it comes, I actually think most people are getting cancer from overhaul. I think that's where oh, most yeah. people are getting exposed oh, absolutely. is, is absolutely. overhaul. And cause people aren't really, um, looking at that. And, and if departments aren't, uh, getting mandatory body scans done for their crew members every year, uh, they're, they're doing them a disservice, even just coming in and just looking, just doing basic EKGs, you know, scans on thyroids, organ organs and stuff like that. It's a good idea. I can tell you that, uh, about 60% of my department was low in testosterone and buddy, we're good now. We're good. <laughs> we're all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Point. Yeah. Just point. All you yeah. gotta do is point, scan uh, the nozzle, go away. Well, I tell you what, uh, most people don't understand. Even if you've been in the business, well, a couple things. Number number one is our four gas meter doesn't do anything for the zines. I'm kind of taking a left hand turn to the cancer side here, but our four gas meter doesn't do anything for benzenes, all the zines, right? Mm -hmm. uh, or for cyanide, for that matter, right? So you need to be looking at that. And what they're saying now is you, you don't take your mask off until whatever you're wetting down is cold and wet, not warm and yes. wet, cold mm. and wet. And then they want you to leave for 15 minutes and put the fans on. And even then they're like, you probably should have some kind of respirator on just because you're going to be kicking it around. I talked to a, um, I was supposed to do a video for a fire inspectors thing and this guy sent me some science on this stuff and it was mind blowing. And it, it yeah. literally says in the science, in the studies, this, it could be, it could be a week later. And if you walk in there and disturb the area, there's, there's nanoparticulates that are going to cause cancer. Like what's amazing yeah. about science is it is a constant experiment. And at least, especially in medicine, every year they're like, use this medicine. And then one year later, they're like, don't don't, don't, use, use, that, that, don't yeah. use that medicine anymore. Right. Like, well, so, that's yeah. the battle we have now going on, which has been going on for three years. The uh, mm -hmm. but even like the, so Prince George, and I'll get off this because we were going down a different different rabbit hole. But I think it was Prince George in one of the counties down there. So they took some recruits, they dressed them up, they took uh, blood urine samples before, they dressed, gave them enough time to get perfectly dressed, perfectly dressed, hoods, the whole thing. And they ran three fires, three class A fires, uh, and two engines, uh, two, two hose lines, blah, blah, traditional you know, standard thing. They went back and they then had those, that same group do that same sample. They found solids in the body. They found solids in the blood and they found, uh, they found solids in the blood. I think, I don't know if they got it in the urine, but I know they had it in the blood. And what they surmised is all of these, all these sweat glands opened up. Right here, here, and other places that get sweaty, all opened up. And it was like, they said, you got to think about like jumping in a pool. Because just like when you jump in a pool, there's no spot that doesn't get wet. There's mm -hmm. no spot that doesn't get smoky. And if you have these pores, so the pores opened up, this stuff goes in, the pores close, now it's inside, and the body's got to deal with it. So that, that was like scary. That was kind of scary. Yeah, that's terrifying. I know for me, I don't, my other areas don't have enough surface area. It's not big enough for, <laughs> to really absorb anything. So. Well, yeah, just... but you also shaved your head. So your, your head. Yeah, sure. That's going to stick there. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I think it, I think it also, you know, like the, the different parts of the country, I think are just, it's just different. Cause like for us on the West coast, 
it's especially in the greater Phoenix area. We are, like, we have policies written like crazy now mm. for cancer prevention. Um, like right now we have four guys in my department that are fighting cancer and it's just, things are coming out more and more. And then we have decon sectors immediately. That's like the first initial company that's your, the engineer. Uh, that's his part of his responsibilities to set up an initial decon center for us. And, and then, you know, they're, we're putting in uh, saunas in the fire stations and uh, all cool. the things, all the things to open that stuff up. Uh, you were talking about like, um, you know, having things cold and wet. Uh, like we, we just don't even, we just don't even go back into it. Once the fire's out and we've, and we've, uh, you know, shown that it's, it's hot. We just don't, we, anytime, anytime you're in the hot zone at all, you're on air. So whether it's during the fire, during overhaul, that's just what they, they have policies written now. And if we're not doing that, you, you know, you'll get disciplined for it. It, it, it is just an amazing science that's going on. Now, you know, I, I, I think there are just some marketing people that are taking advantage of that. I mean, the hoods went from, you know, $60 to $150, but whatever. The other, for people that don't know what he was just talking about. So Indianapolis put saunas in with bikes over them. So they took mm -hmm. saunas and they put stationary bikes in there. So when they come back, they go on the bike in the sauna and they said it was disgusting and amazing all the black goo that mm -hmm. they found underneath the bikes and then those folks so they had to and they had to do it for like 20 minutes so they had to get your they had to get your, your pulse up and your temperature up right and mm -hmm. then they went into the showers and then they got cleaned up yeah so the Paul the, what it is what it is like and they've even it's changed even with the types of saunas like they're doing like infrared saunas that don't have like wood inside because they're finding is you know you sit in that sauna you start to off gas and then the yeah. wood absorbs it and so then the yeah. wood is just heating up releasing it here so so they'll have us infrared saunas sit in the sauna for 20 minutes take a shower wipe off back in the sauna for 20 minutes take a shower wipe off and then you're good because it and it's interesting to be up when you sit in that sauna for 20 minutes and you and you've already cleaned up before you've gone in there and you wipe yourself and you're seeing black coming off your body coming off your face like you're talking about your neck and the other squishy parts of your body <laughs> is where you're seeing these things you know stuff coming off and so mine, mine keeps coming out brown dude i don't understand <laughs> is that your butt jason Are you wiping your butt <laughs> yeah but you found the harmonica <laughs> yeah. this, this towel doesn't smell like smoke it smells like I, I, t I tell you right now, it what's again from department to department to department because Fenton, listening to you, man, like uh, depending on what station you're at, you don't have that kind of time, right. um, I, you know, right. and like, um, you know, and, and but it's dude, listen, departments and cities across the world should understand like you either take care of the people or they're going to die and then you have to pay for that and then you have to pay for the new guy mm -hmm. to come in and so on and so forth so um no i like that man i think that's cool i don't think it's, i think our, our new station i know we're putting in stuff like that so it's crazy like you were talking you were talking about the time thing it's crazy because they they are actually it's written in policy that you go out of service for an hour after a fire and then with i mean uh, granted again you know you're, we're talking about different systems because we're fortunate we have the automatic aid system so when we're out of service it doesn't matter if it's my city or any of the adjoining cities they're gonna it's the closest apparatus to the emergency so you're out of service for an hour and you're getting backfilled by people and then you can go back and service once you're done so but we are fortunate enough to have that capability i know not all places are 
a lot of places too, like even the bigger cities are starting. I think what I think even even New York is doing some amount of decontamination on site, right? But they may they're probably calling it something else. Again, I'm not an expert on that focus with them, because again, with them it's a different tempo, it's a different amount of workload. Um, but I, yeah. I know when they get done with an EMS call, they take like whatever less it's a job and then they'll they'll finish them, yeah. they'll figure out how to get back in. I'm again. sure. <laughs> um, but again, there's there's places that go out all the time. And for them to try, we had a big discussion locally is do we wash them? Do we hit them with a booster line in the front yard, which is what we had been taught. And we had some folks that say, well, we don't want that happening to our people because you're going to push the products into their face. And we're like, no, we're trying to push the products off of their face. So we use a brush. Got, yeah, you know, we use a brush. We have a, a can brush them. <laughs> Yeah, you know, everybody's got a different and it's going to continue to evolve, right? We're not going to have we're not going to know all the answers. But again, yeah. unfortunately, we find out after the fact. We've had many of the people on this broadcast know I had three close friends. Uh, two had uh, prostate cancer and luckily they're OK. One actually had a double mastectomy uh, uh, and, and they're alive and they're doing OK. This has been a tough time for a couple of them because of lingering conditions from their surgeries and stuff involving with COVID and, and all the rest of it, but it's been crazy. But we've yeah. just changed the whole dynamic of this, <laughs> of this thing. I took it right into the old dumper. We went from the funny stuff down to uh, taking care of each other, which is always the most important. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, gents, anything else you'd like to add? We've been going no, for I think... an hour and 15 minutes, I think. Yeah, so no, I think, hour and a half. I think I'm Good. Chippendales.com slash firefighter Fenton. Yeah. <laughs> My God. They, they call them the great baby carrots. It's just, <laughs> it's <right>. amazing. <laughs> All that red hair comes out. All right, uh, yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah. So let's uh, let's do this. Let's open. If you guys don't mind, you want to take a couple questions? Sure. Yeah. And right, they can ask us whatever they want. If anything, anyone does, I mean, anything and, and whatever is on their minds. Yeah, dude, you want to know about care. like who I am? Like how often <laughs> do I poop? Do I use a bidet? The answer to that is yes. I mean, <laughs> bidets are the greatest thing on the face of the planet. It's like saunas. No, it's bidets, saunas, and then anything else below that is. Mm, Any so questions good. from the uh, from the uh, from the chat from the room here? We got like fact, some people. It's a great night. I can honestly say that if you don't have a bidet in your station, you're doing yourself a disservice because there's nothing <laughs> worse than that's a Florida thing right there. You Dude, I'm telling you, if you have you ever tried to speed wipe your butthole go, running out through a call, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's bleeding. It's just bad. But bidets, just five squirts and you're good to go. You're out. <laughs> you're out of here. Oh my God. We don't have those in Arizona, do we? No. All right, let's see. Here. Uh, we, we do. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't recommend them. I don't recommend them for a cold climate, though, because even in Arizona, sometimes you get that little ice cold jet stream. It's make you pass right out. Mmm, it's good stimulus. All right, one more, one more, out to the group. Nah. Yes, you can now open. Oh, that's Jamie saying we can open it. We're open for questions. Any questions for these guys? Here's I see uh, Kevin. Kevin, come on, let's talk, buddy. Hi, guys. Uh, thank you for this and been following you for a little while. And the number of people 
you know, following you in such a narrow discipline is, is amazing. What is the expectation when you show up, you know, at, at calls that, that you come across followers that you turn on your character? How do you, how do you do that? You know, it's, is it just all of a sudden I have to be that guy now? No, no, we're on calls. We're trying not to get fired. Mm -hmm. That's never one thing. So, yeah. uh, I could say uh, I've actually had, um, I've had uh, people, and it's always it's always firefighters and fellow first responders. Uh, but I've had people run across highways, like as we're loading patients into into the um, into the uh, ambulance, and hey, hey, Jason, you're awesome. Like, can we just give me two seconds, and we'll move on to this? I know Fenton has that very specific stuff that's been awesome as well. Yeah, same thing. I've had I've had people. I've had patients recognize, um, but uh, I've also run calls with other cities um and somebody's saying holy cow you're firefighter fitting and i'm just like yeah right now we're like on a critical patient right now and they're pulling their phone out and showing showing somebody on their truck who hasn't heard of me or whatever seen their video and i'm like not the time you know <laughs> i think that's awesome yeah. so good so good yeah Kim, what's going on buddy <laughs> what are you doing Working it, working it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta hit that unmute button. Just hit the, hit the microphone. <laughs> no, I don't no, know, boys. Up. It doesn't look like we got any takers. Uh, it's okay. Oh, you know. I do have a question. Feel... Oh, hey, oh, there we go. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So uh, I'm involved with a uh, an organization called uh, Strengthen Your Mind Initiative, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a nonprofit that works with uh, first responders that um, have had substance abuse issues or, you know, depression, all, all kinds of things. And they, they run um, uh, weekends for them. Uh, like in May, we have a, a fly fishing weekend um, in, in Vermont. Cool. And we're always looking for uh, sponsors. Is that something that I could contact you and maybe uh, hit you up for some humor and, uh, Humor and coffee. Yeah, dude. I tell you what, you hit me up. I mean, and any any time you guys want, yeah, we'll, we'll send you coffee. If you have a if you have a, an event or anything like that, if you're doing uh, raffles or whatever, fire department coffee will send you coffee for you to raffle it off all, all day long. Absolutely. So anything we can do for that, absolutely. Okay. Anybody that anybody that missed it, Jason put his phone number yeah. in the chat. So yeah, his phone number is in the chat. If you guys need resources for mental health or substance use, if you need to go to a treatment center, if you need to find out what's the good treatment center, call me. Call me right there. That's that's that number goes directly to my cell phone. Um, I put that number out uh, a week ago, and in 48 hours, received 150 calls. Uh, so you know, it's like call me. I, you know, call me and some of them were just like, is this really you? I'm like, yes. They're like, cool. And then hung up. Um, so, um, yeah, any, anytime, <laughs> anytime. You call have me. a, you do have a process though. Don't you have uh did we forget to talk about something with the mental health? Right. No, I, I work with Banyan treatment centers. They're a great place. They help uh, first responders, 14 facilities across the United States. They're incredible, but um, they know if, if you call me and, and, you're not in Banyan's area, or if you need to go somewhere else besides Banyan, then I will refer you to the right place. My goal is to get people uh, the best treatment they could possibly get, which Banyan is 99% of that. But if you're in Arizona, we don't have a place in Arizona. So I will find you a place in Arizona, so on and so forth. 
Excellent. I just want to make sure everybody knew your your cell phone was there. And he does answer his phone. I can also say that. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Call me. I will answer. If I if I don't answer, I'm probably pooping. But I I might I may answer it as well. So just, you, you may, never know. You can tell Connect though. You know where he is. Uh, is that I, water spraying? That's my bidet. Yes, it is. So. <laughs> I can't believe you guys have bidets. That's just nuts. Really? Uh, Nick, Nick, if you get one, it's going to change your life. You're going to be like, what have I been doing my entire, I've been wiping chief. You need it. They make chief bidets. They are specifically warmed because we know gold. as ad, as admin, yeah, you guys have very sensitive butts. So we got to make sure we warm <laughs> that thing up before we spray it up there. You'll be good to go. That's true. That's true. We do get butt hurt pretty easy. That does not take much when you're, when you got that extra bar on, that's what the extra bar is for, you know. See, even Tim agrees. Tim agrees. Change your life. So, uh, perfect. Anybody else going once, going twice? And we're right. out of here. All right. So, a couple of uh, you guys. So uh, let's do our shameless plugs. Where are you guys going to be? You, you, you have any conferences you're going to? We know you're going so, to FDIC. Yeah, FDIC will be our most recent thing. We are going to be there. Not only is it going to be us, uh, Fire Department Coffee, uh, Fenton, myself, we're going to have a very special guest. Uh, we confirmed today, but it's uh, Steve Miocic, the UFC heavyweight champion, a former UFC heavyweight champion, will be there hanging out with us. Nice. Uh, so come by, yeah, say hi. And then um, we'll be at multiple other events. We'll be at IFSI. If anyone happens to be there, come stop by. And uh, we'll be there the 31st, 1st and 2nd. Do you do the Chiefs at all? Or uh, do you do the Fire Chiefs Conference? Uh, I, it's not as actually, big. I will be at a, I'm going to be at, I think it's six events speaking about mental health over the next uh, six or seven months or so. So um, you just have to look most of them they announce it, but yeah, I'll be there speaking. I got to tell you at the, at the show at the FDSC, you don't need a lot of help drawing people in, man. Literally from the moment you guys open till you guys go, you've got a line to get pictures with you and you got people taking coffee. Like, it's, not, it's not even us, the pictures thing. It's they want coffee and we're like, no, listen. I had to stand in line. It's, it's uh, that. And I gotta tell you, when I posted, in all honesty, when I posted that picture on my Facebook page, it blew up. You got so them. It was like it was like just <laughs> absolutely crazy. And again, you both were very gracious. That oh, day yeah. And said, yeah. What do you need, man? What's what do you want us to do? What can we do for you? Where can we go? We'll talk to anybody as long as you want. In fact, my favorite thing is meeting people. That's that I can genuinely say just meeting people is my favorite part of FDIC. And uh, we are both we both feel the same way. We're very lucky, very lucky, very humble. We never thought it would ever get this place. And at the end of the day, we're just firefighters. That's what it comes down to. What do you got? Brett? No, let me That's right. Fenton. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say Q, actually. What do you got going on, yeah. Q? <laughs> uh, I have I have. Uh, four kids um so <laughs> uh, that's what you got I, going I, on i i will be at fdic but yes my uh but that is a real thing my my family does keep me very very busy which is which i love um oh, so yeah. uh i do have um potential uh conferences that i will be going to um speaking events uh but uh, right now i just have uh fdic and then and then filming with fire department coffee and i do have uh, i know you said that you missed the music parodies um i do have about 12 videos in the chamber of ideas and uh i kind of gave 
Jason and the crew uh, a rundown in Vegas of some of them. So they kind of got to hear some of them. I just, it's a matter, like I said, with the four kids, it's a matter of just finding that time to, to film them and get that get that uh, squared away. But uh, they there are music videos coming. And and uh, so, yeah, looking forward to that. I will tell you, and, I, and, and some of the old, old farts in the room will tell you, listen, one of the biggest, most important things that happened to me is I went away for a conference. I went away for a church camp. And uh, at that point, my, my career was rocketing, uh, but I wasn't a very happy person. And, and my wife was essentially raising my kids. And mm. I came back at that conference, I realized what was really important. And I had to quit some stuff and change some stuff. And it's the best decision I ever made because it is all about family. Uh, yeah. That's how we feel about it on the show. And that's what our company feels about it is. It's all about family. And, and then the firehouse needs to be that way too. We treat each other as family, but there's we actually have family, right? Mm -hmm. When you've been gone for 72 hours or uh, one of the local departments just went to 48 and 48, that's going to be a change for the family, you know? And 48, 48? Yeah, yeah. It's a military. Oh, listen, so they were on 24 on, 24 off. Listen to this. They were on 24 on, 24 off. They're working a 60-some hour week, all right? And then, so another formula to give them the same number of hours was 48 on, 48 off. And then there's some number of other number of days. And when, listen, there's a lot of Colorado folks that do the, they do 48 on, 48 off. You know what they do? Right. They build the front end. So all your training, your mechanicals, all that are in the first 24 hours, right? And then the second, and that's when you have your big meal and everything. And then the second 24 hours, there's not a lot of that stuff because you've been up all night and you've been running all day, right? So the second half of that, they don't do a lot of the, they'll do some training, but there's not, you know what I'm saying? There's not a lot of busy work or that's right. we, important we run that happens, right? So that, that's a yeah, we, we do. We, we do 4896, though. We do two days on four days off. Well, that's the problem with the the, the military folks or the, the uh, federal firefighters is the closest they got was a 48 off and 48 on. And then they go from there. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, we'll see how it works. We, we do eight hours on six days off. And then <laughs> And nobody likes. And somebody complains. And somebody complains because they don't. Anyway, do it. This is bull crap. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Uh, we're 2448, right, so, so it's nice. Hearing no further questions, uh, a couple of shameless, more shameless plugs. So thank you all so much for uh, tuning in tonight. Thanks to these guys. We have a programming note that I'm really excited about. So as you guys. Uh, no, we usually go on Wednesday nights. However, for next month, we're going to go March 24th. March 24th, it's a Thursday night. And we, we got Billy Goldfeder coming on. So Billy G is coming on. And nice. uh, he he uh, started him and uh, I can't remember the safety guy. Uh, started the... the uh, Come on, Nick. The, the, what's, the, what's the lawyer's name? Somebody help me out. Oh. Uh, uh, Johnny Cochran? No. Saul Goodman. Huh? Saul? I no, said Saul no. Goodman. Better call oh. Saul. 
Never mind. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. You are so helpful. I can't believe how much you've got into my head. So anyway, uh, closecalls.com and the secret list. We'll be talking about that. Talking about a guy who's made an impact on the on the fire service. If you want to see something again on YouTube, the beat keep the beat keeps going on or the beat keeps playing or something. He talks about how we're still hurting firefighters and from the same old same old stuff. So we're really excited about that. And then again in uh, in April, we're going to do something with the uh, the Cancer Prevention Network. Um, I would I don't know what it will be, uh, what night it will be. They do a comedy show. I would love to do something live in the lobby before the comedy show, but we're still trying to hash all that out. We have if a couple of us. Calls. We'd love to MC and help. So oh. whatever we can do to help. Uh, 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 well, actually, one of our one of our retired chiefs, Ronnie Canterman, um, who was a one of those guys that was a cancer survivor, he is actually the MC for that. Uh, but we might. Let I me. Mean, I'll drop some names. I'll drop How some big names. is he? How huh? big is he? How big is he? You can take him, Jason. Him. Yeah. Him. <laughs> Even if I win, he's never like, yeah, cancer, Jason, you piece of crap. Like, <laughs> That's right. You're picking on a guy with cancer. Um, guys, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Um, thank this you. That was all that thank we you. thought it was and more. I truly appreciate it. And uh, I'll be seeing you in Indy. Absolutely. All right, guys. Awesome. We'll see you there, buddy. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Thank Thanks, you so guys. much, everybody. Yeah. We appreciate it.